This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. Alex. Hey. And Corey. Solid, dude. (laughs) While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network and will help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. The Midwest Podcast Network Apparel is now available. You can purchase Game Nerds and Film Nerds Apparel via the support store and web store at www.MidwestGameNerds.com. If you don't like any of the clothes but you want to show support, there's also a donation button where you can donate and we'll talk about how sweet you are in the episode. As always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback at via uh, blah, via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds, even though we haven't been posting much there, but we probably should. Today, we are going to go over some brief game news and then jump into a review of Destiny Rise of Iron. But before we do that, Brian had a chance to play some Forza Horizons 3. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Oh, yeah, I do. All right, let's it's hear awesome. it. awesome. What do you think? It's bigger and better and uh, somehow more polished than the already really polished Horizon 2. Is it like, does anything differ in the gameplay itself or is it really just like how it looks? Um, is it all aesthetic? I feel like the AI is a little more unforgiving okay um like for instance if you do a cross-country race which has you going off-road and shit they somehow know how to take like every turn without like hitting a bump and flying way up in the air like every player does right which makes it those races really difficult but um yeah overall like uh what else? What did you ask me? <laughs> is it is is the polished nature of the new game basically just aesthetic, or is it in the gameplay itself? No, I mean, there's just <laughs> shut up. So good. There's just um, there's like more features, and uh, yes, aesthetically, it's way more detailed and okay. stuff, which is just crazy. It looks so good. I mean, you guys need to see it in action. Okay, does this game only appeal to racing fans, or will it appeal to the I don't think so. I think if you just like the idea of driving around in general and like looking at cool cars and modifying them and stuff, then you enjoy it. You don't have Sweet. to enjoy racing specifically, but racing is obviously a big part of it. Right. So you say there's more features. Does it feel like they're kind of pulling the Forza Motorsport stuff more into Horizon? Like... With each successive Horizon game, has it gotten a little more sim and a little less arcadey? Because I've always thought of the Horizon game as the arcadey version of Forza. It is. It does feel a little more sim this time around. I think because the the physics definitely seem more realistic than they were in the last one. But that being said, I mean, like, there's so many assists and stuff that you can turn on that make it pretty casual to play. But, is there um, one where I can just hold down the right trigger and win the race? Pretty much. Okay, There's good. assisted steering. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and assisted braking. So, yeah, basically. You could probably nice. do that. <clears throat> right on. Is it worth 60 bucks? It's worth 60 I is paid it, 100 yeah, for it. I was going to say, is it worth the 100 that you paid for it to play for it me, two yeah. days early? Yeah. 
Because well, I, that was the I, ultimate edition or yeah, whatever? Yeah, the what ultimate it edition. With? It comes with the car pass, which gives you like the first five car packs. and Five of like 20 that will come. No, there's usually, by the time the game's gone through its lifespan, there's usually like six or seven, mm. I, w- I would say. Maybe more. I don't know. But um, it doesn't give you any of the DLC. It also that is DLC. Well, that, it doesn't give you any of the like story DLC stuff that they do for those. They games. don't always do that. I mean, there's like a Porsche expansion for Motorsport Six and one for uh, Horizon Two, and then there's also Horizon Two had like had a whole the other Storm Island, Island yeah. thing. Yeah, but that I mean, I never expected that, and it's not necessary. Excuse, excuse me, it's really cool, but. Like, without Storm Island, Horizon 2, you can play it for, like, thousands of hours and not run out of races. Sweet. But, um, yeah, Horizon 3, like, the area is basically twice as big as Horizon 2, which is insane. Because in Horizon 2, you would uh, drive around, like, a large kind of fictionalized version of uh, southern Italy and France. And um, in this, it's all Australia. But it's like a condensed kind of like let's fit a bunch of biomes from Australia into one area. One, yeah. But it's it's huge. Like it does the announcer have an Australian accent? Yes, but he's, <laughs> That's so he's awesome. He's, Good day, mate. Nice turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a dude and a chick, and um, yeah, they're like they're way easier to listen to than like the the announcers were probably the worst part of Horizon Two. They were fucking horrible. They were so irritating, and you could not skip the dialogue. Yeah, you should have gotten that guy that's on the the Today Show down there. You know, yeah. Carl. Yeah, Carl, Carl Stefanovic or whatever his name is. He's pretty funny. He should be in the game. Crikey! To go back to the, I paid. I paid to download his voice pack. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate Edition, aside from the car pass, it comes with I think a couple extra cars beside that, and in, in VIP access. I got a code for a Which warthog. Which also gives you more cars and more yeah, resources. Yeah. If you've ever played a Halo game, you get the uh, code for Yeah, warthog. Microsoft was like, thanks for being such a great Halo fan. Here's the code for a warthog. And I was <laughs> like, that I one Halo game Halo. you played through and you barely made it. I hate Halo. It's awful. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyways, anything else about it you want to talk about that you like? Is the music cool? No. No. They, they 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 tried harder this time. The cool thing is though is you can use the uh the groove music thing yeah. and set up your own radio station with that. That's pretty cool. And it'll play through the car like every other radio station. That's sweet. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with it so far and uh it's basically just more but better than Horizon 2. Sweet. So far. Cool. Yeah. Alex yeah. You had a chance to check out ReCore. I did. Um, ReCore, made by Comcept, the man who uh, created Mega Man and many other video games. And uh, also Armature, the people who did X-Retro X Studios guys, who are the people that made Metroid Prime. One of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Um, it's a third-person shooter with all kinds of, like... It's it's basic. It's got a very Borderlands aesthetic to it, although it's not quite as annoying or uh, obnoxious. Yeah, and it's not really that cell shaded either. But um, yeah, so far I'm liking it quite a bit. I know there were a lot of people that kind of aren't digging on it too bad, but I'm only a few hours into it at this point. Uh, it seems pretty cool in that every monster that you're fighting has a core to it, and that core is one of six colors. 
So it go, you, you, you can do the, the primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. Or they can combine colors, so orange will be red and yellow, red and yellow, or you know, right secondary colors. Yep, the secondary colors. So uh, you can eventually you get um, upgrades to your gun that allow you to switch the color that your color ammo that you're shooting. Okay, and if you match their color, you do more damage. Um, and you can either decide to kill them and salvage parts, or you can take their core and use it to upgrade your animal cores. Is that how you re-core then? Yes. Okay. Um, so the animals that you have, you've got a little dog that attacks, and he can also like find things buried underneath the sand. There's also uh, a spider that helps you traverse the world, and then there's a third one that I haven't seen yet. Uh, but you can like use the parts to build different bodies for them, or you can use the cores to upgrade their stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's... Seems like there's a cool trade-off between what you want to do uh, attacking-wise there. Um, and there is kind of like a main through-line uh, story-wise, which I've gone through maybe five or six steps of it so far, and it seems pretty interesting. I'm pretty I'm pretty tuned into it. Like, it seems like these people are on a planet that is being terraformed because Earth, like, people had to leave Earth. Right. And uh, But they've been woken up because things are malfunctioning, and they need to go and correct the problem so that the planet can be properly terraformed. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> you play as a girl named Jewel, and her father's one of the scientists that like developed all the stuff. And uh, there's a lot of traversal mechanics, a lot like a Mega Man game. You've got a double jump and a dash or air dash. Is there a wall ride? No, not... I mean, not really. The spider kind of does that, because okay. all like the grind things that he can do are like wall rides a yeah. little bit, but... Um, so there's some traversal puzzles, like 3D platforming, which work out pretty well. The controls are refined enough for me to be able to precisely hit the spots. It, it takes a little bit of time to get used to it, but I think it works out pretty well. But there's cool things like they'll put a gate in the sky that if you hit the gate, then you get your double jump and your dash back again. Okay. So that you can like chain multiple gates together to go further and higher and all kinds of stuff. And that's it seems pretty interesting. Um, and then there's like, uh, aside from the main storyline, there's dungeons that have like time attack or other objectives to them where if you complete all those, then you get all kinds of like loot and stuff like that, which seem, seems pretty interesting. And then you're going through the game, collecting these prismatic cores, which, uh, allow you access to more of the side stuff. And I think eventually some of the story stuff too. Is there any multiplayer? As far as I know, there's no multiplayer, um... It seems pretty straightforward. I don't think there's co-op or anything, but it is forty bucks, which is really nice. Um, it's they're doing Microsoft's Play Anywhere thing, so if you buy it on PC, you get it on Xbox, right? Or vice versa, if you buy it uh, digitally. Cool. Recore's cool. Check it out. <laughs> we had we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> And Sorry about that. Health issues. And health issues. Uh, Alex, you had a couple news hits you wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, there's nothing too uh, crazy in the actual gaming world going on. Just some random stuff. Blizzard is changing the name of Battle.net, which has existed for the past 20 years yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's stupid. Since Diablo 1. I don't know why they're getting rid of it, but... It, they want something more blizzard theme or activision yeah. <laughs> You don't want to be associated with terrorists. Yeah, it's Activision that. Yeah, so that's weird, but whatever. Um, the Division is opening a public test server on the PC as of 
the time this recording is out. Yeah, there's some big changes coming to the division, and it sounds like everybody involved with it is really excited for what it's going to do to the game, including like they did a like a special forces special tactical force team of actual players where they surveyed players online and based on the things they had completed in the game as well as like just in general their play styles and things they brought they actually flew these people to massive studios and had them sit and play like an early build of the 1.4 and uh they got to like walk them through all the new things that they're implementing in the game and everybody who walked away from it was like super pumped pumped. yeah Yeah, every and they i mean they they had to sign all these like you know non-disclosure agreements and stuff but like they're all really excited. They were excited. allowed to say they were pumped, at least. Yeah, they're allowed to talk about how cool it is that you know Massive's doing this and like how the new patch is going to bring all kinds of new things to the game that are actually going to make it significantly better. So everyone's yeah. really excited for the way the division is evolving at this point. So I would like yeah, to so go back to it at some point. Maybe when you guys are bored with Rise of Iron. No, I mean, it'd be nice, like, because there are are points when I'm playing Destiny that I kind of want to take a step back because I feel like I'm not progressing at all and I just need to take a break. And it'd be nice to have something else to sink into for a little bit, which, I mean, obviously I could invest myself in other games too, but at the same time, like, The Division was one that I was really excited for and I liked the story. And I I still, I have the season pass and I haven't played any of the expansions that have come out. Like, So I think there's only really been the one, right? Yeah, I don't remember what was it called. I think there's been two now. Yeah, I, I thought there was the, one an underground the one got, and the other one. I thought I thought the rest got delayed so that they could fix the game. Yeah, well, it's, it's possible. I, yeah, I don't. I don't quite remember. That's the thing. Like because of the issues with the game and just our overall lack of interest. Like I haven't followed it as much, but I still I'm still subscribed to the subreddit and I see a lot of posts about it and everyone's really excited for what's coming. So yeah. Well, I was off work when that came out, so I burned myself out on it real. Yeah. Real good. <laughs> what yeah. else? Um, so other stuff. Uh, <laughs> the president of Sony Entertainment, Shuhei Yoshida, threw the uh, the Hello Games guys under the bus uh, regarding No Man's Sky. Really? Yeah. He Ooh. came out and was basically just like, well, uh, it wasn't a great PR strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody was like, but, but you... But so Sony was giving. Why didn't you fix this? <laughs> right. Sony's working on it with them at least. Or they publishing. were the ones handling the PR. Yeah, they should. Well, I I think they should have been, or they should have at least helped. And uh, I so heard it's a nightmare. We don't really know the whole situation. I mean, the Hello Games Twitter hasn't like tweeted in the past. Well, three yeah, because no matter what they say, they're just going to get destroyed. And who wants to deal with that? I don't blame them for being silent. You know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't. I, I don't. If, either, if anything, but, they're just going to be quiet until they have something substantial to drop on everyone and be like, "Hey, check it out! Like we've been paying a lot of attention to what you're saying. We're really sorry we haven't been around, but check this out. We got all this cool shit we're adding to the game, and you know, hopefully this will help appease you or, for the time being. Maybe they all took off to a tropical island and are enjoying their millions. No, they're not enjoying millions because there's only nine hundred people that play it on steam as of like now like they've like the player base has dropped that doesn't matter they already bought it yeah but sony steam and amazon are all offering full refunds even if you've played no 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 that's false no because there were people who steam steam now says there are no refunds for no man's sky on their page so (laughs) probably not no man's sky no Sony, sony doesn't typically offer refunds for anything unless it's pretty strenuous conditions so that a lot of that was stuff that got misreported there there were people that were like manipulating the Steam uh, support tree in order to figure out a way to get a refund. 
but, after, after playing like 50, 60 hours. Yeah, but then Steam, but then Valve added a note to the page that was like, we will not be providing refunds for this game. You know what you're buying now. There's no reason that. You yeah, at this to, at this point, I get it, but like, yeah, I don't know. Unless, I, unless the ma- like, there's major technical issues, which is what they've done in the past. Like, then you should be able to figure it out in the two hours that you have to get the refund or whatever. But. No Man's Sky is the kind of game where if you are completely blazed out of your mind and want to do something totally mindless, that's the game for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. probably going to stay that way too, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see better you know dogfighting mechanics and, and things for space flight and all that like i feel like it could use an improvement in that and uh maybe just make combat in general a little bit nicer like when you're on the planet it's like give me a reason to like shoot and kill things like i'm just hoping that they're not like hey guess what this works with psvr and psvr launch and then you're like that's cool but there's still nothing else i want to do in this game anymore <laughs> like, yeah I, would, I assume I'm probably going to use the PSVR mostly for theater mode and just play all play Destiny <laughs> on an 80 foot screen. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It, I wouldn't think that. Um, I wouldn't. Them staying silent isn't a good thing, right? They should they should be talking to people because that's what they did with Destiny. Destiny had their weekly updates that Deej would put out, and they'd communicate. They're like. But for some reason, people are way more butthurt over all of No Man's Sky than anybody ever was about anything going on with that. I just, I don't I, see the I, point. I don't necessarily like, agree with that, but... Yeah, because you're still butthurt over Gallahorn. No, no, I don't care anymore. Hey, it's back, though. I, I've it's still divorced good. myself Wait, you were pissed game. off about what? They when they nerfed it. Too? They, nerfed, they nerfed fucking Black Needle, and they nerfed uh, Gallahorn. Black Hammer. Black, Black Hammer. Hammer, yeah. I don't even know anymore, because I don't care about that game. Anyways, so that was, but, wait, 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 wait. This was game breaking for we'll you. Get, we'll get into that. Yeah, it was game breaking for me. No, we're talking about Rise of Fire, and this is all you know, well, year gonna, one shit here. Because Alex is, didn't want to take any no, sort of other approach to solving a problem. Anger. I want to get. Oh, out it's of not it. repressed. It's all out there. I oh, haven't. It's, it's yeah. in like every episode. I haven't pulled oh, any punches. Serious, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. If you got to actually listen to the podcast, but I don't know. You know, it's called weapons balancing. Yeah, rebalance. That's cool and all, but you know. I mean, this Anyways. is. I mean, on my side though, to be fair, I didn't have Gallahorn until Zer sold it the second time, and I never got Black Hammer. So I don't. So you know, don't. You don't know don't how beautiful, know beautiful how life beautiful is with those it was. things. Yeah. No, but I mean, it Ignorance just made things bliss. easier than they needed to be. It, it was, and it, so that was meta. great. That's what I want my video game. You by want the your time, video games to by the time that you? I by the time that I put in hundreds of hours to your game, I should be able to go around and ruin everything continually. So if you then make it harder for me to play the game that I was already ruining really well. That sucks. I don't like it, that. It becomes that's like it that's like if you were playing fun. if you were playing Final Fantasy, you were playing Final Fantasy seven. You get to like level ninety nine, and then they're like, you know what? We're gonna bring you back down to eighty by the time you get the sphere off. <laughs> no, don't do that to me. But that's how <laughs> games are engineered now to make them more like to keep them difficult. Is is they set it up so like the enemies, even all the all the new RPGs, the enemies progress with you. And that's part of the. Yeah, that's, I get that's it. one of the things and I that's like. That's why I don't play them anymore. That's one of the things I like about Destiny is like, even though it's like, supposed to remain challenging at the end game level, okay. right? So you, okay. you're not exactly. supposed so to what be you do, all powerful. What you do is you come out with new end game, right? Okay. So that's what you do. 
you don't go ahead and make it so that all the stuff that I was doing before and all of the old content is now harder for me, even with the, the weapons that I've owned the whole time. Well, guess what? Like, after Taken King, when you <laughs> could go up to level 40 or whatever, you can go back and do Crota, and you can ruin Crota. Yeah, but you it's... can't with Black Hammer, because white ne- white thread doesn't work that well anymore, you know? I can't with Gallarhorn, yeah, because it's you weakened. Don't, but you don't, you don't need, need to. need it, though, at all. I know I don't need it, but that was what I liked that to do with point. that game. That's why they did that, though, is they didn't want... The idea is that you can take any weapon in the game that you feel is comfortable to you and use it in a scenario. They didn't want it to be like, hey, if you don't have Gallarhorn or Blackhammer, you can't do this part. Which is which is basically how it was. No. Like, no, people would specifically no. not group with people if they didn't have Gallarhorn. You didn't have Blackhammer, right? <clears throat> I did not have Blackhammer. Did you have any trouble playing the game? Uh, yeah, I had a huge problem with doing it. That would have been solved by Blackhammer. No, I didn't. Exactly. So there's this is irrelevant. No, it would this have is been, my, it would have no, been no, no, solved. No, 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 because I had to purposely put myself in a position being a blade dancer, hunter, so that I had to swing the sword on Crota. I had to do the blink exactly, so I because he didn't on have Gallahorn. Because I didn't have Gallahorn, and if I, and when I did have Gallahorn, it wasn't 365, and I didn't have Black Hammer, so I couldn't do shit. I had to do that one position there. I couldn't learn anything else, where eventually in the Taken King, once I got bored with it, well, not really bored, but once I became complacent about that expansion i went in and soloed crota by myself and used all kinds of shit because it wasn't so much like oh i'm having a trip down memory lane as much as it was like now i can finally do these fucking things my way and shit like that whereas like before like in year one i couldn't do anything because i didn't have what you fucking needed and i got taken into raid parties because people just felt like being generous that day. See, but here's the thing: you're like justifying a shitty community, but you're, you're justifying. Oh, no, I'm going to talk about that later. He's got a whole. Thing I got a whole thing about that. that. That's a different thing. I didn't even want to be in this conversation in the first place. Well, but let me get, let me get my <laughs> thoughts out here. I'm defending Basically, the game, not the community. Like I'm. Yeah, I'm you're defending the game. The, the the choices that the game makers had to make in order to just like make their shitty community irrelevant. Okay, well, you're talking about like the the whole of of year one, you know, like by the time they were doing that, by the time they released Crota's End, they were already working on taking King shit, anyways. So, I mean, you know, you've already got like the shit that they've already set out, and you're saying, well, they should just create new content for. Well, I mean, they're already busy doing that, and they created the two. new content, and that's fine, whatever. But I don't think that the changes that they make, like this, is even this is not even like take oh, the raid, take the raids out of here. Take the crucible out of here, okay? Because nobody's going to use black hammer in the crucible. If you do, you're an idiot. Yeah. But yeah. no, you're impact. really dumb if you do. I'll that. I'll talk about that too. Let me but my notes. the thing is that <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> you are changing the single player game that does not affect other people. It does not affect me choosing my party members. It does not affect them choosing me. I'm playing a game with my friends, and I can no longer use the weapons that I use and do the things that I do with them and be as effective as I once was, even though I'm playing the same content at the same level. That sucks to me. You're changing your game underneath I, me. I understand. And I, and I don't... Like, I don't care. They have new stuff. That's cool. If I wanted to play it, I would go on to it. But, you know, and, and this isn't the thing that made me quit Destiny. I, that's, I'm that's sick of paying $40 every year for the same game. I never paid $20 a month for WoW. I, didn't do, I, I haven't bought the same Call of Duty every year. I'm not into that. 
I want to go on and play other things and take a bunch of different experiences and learn that. So I stopped playing Destiny. Okay. That's just so happened. It just so happened that I stopped playing when they nerfed my two favorite weapons. But that's not a coincidence. I mean, you just simply ran out of cool things to do. I ran. Yeah, I ran. I I was done with year one. Taking King was a couple months down the road, and I just didn't care anymore. I just. I do think that since you did enjoy the game at one time, you should go back and play the Taken King. At least the Taken King. Rise of Iron. You have the Taken King. We can talk about it. I've owned the Taken King. Since you already own it. it. It's. Since like two months after it came out, because I got it for $10. But. It it is a. It's probably the best expansion. And that's. I. You know what? I would like to do Hmm. that. But the problem is that as soon as I log into that game, I'm going to get inundated with a bunch of items that I don't know with what they do. Got a bunch of random quests that are sitting in my quest log that's that are going to start. For. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a day wading through all of that garbage to figure out where in the game I need to go in order to, get to do Black the Hammer. Taken did King you, stuff. Did you, finish, <laughs> did you finish House of Wolves? We know where to get I think the new so. Black Hammer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you finish House of Wolves, it's really not. It picks up like right after that. Yeah. I get that, but there's going to be a bunch of other. Like there's there's the new. Um, there's the warlock quest line that I haven't done any of because that was new right before the Taken that's, King. That's, and no, it's it wasn't like no, no, no. It's part of the Taken King, and it's it's part of the story of the Taken King. Once you progress through it, like the first mission or whatever, you get sent off on your solo mission to get your new subclass. That's it's it's part of that story arc. Okay, it's not. And it, I'm be- just saying that there's a lot of housekeeping that I will need to do to get my save to where I can just start playing the game again. Mm, and I don't, I don't or I don't think or, so. Not really. Or I mean if if it's a content issue then yeah, you can do all that. Or you can just use a spark of light and there you go just No, up. I'm fine with leveling my guy up to where I need to. I don't need to no, do that because I'm already you, at the yeah, right if he, level. If you finish House of Wolves, he's already ready to go. So, like I'm I'm at I'm at the maximum level. Oh, I've got right, the right amount of light yeah. to continue yeah. on the stuff. Okay. Right there, but it's like I don't I don't know. I'm afraid to put that disc in and start that game up cuz I feel like I'm going to start it up be like, "Wow, all of my gear is fairly useless." And I don't know how to wade through all these quests that I'm getting handed immediately. It it is but, weird like because <clears throat> within 20 minutes you're finding green items that are better than the, yeah, the legendary stuff that you worked hours to get. That's yeah, that's how it like as soon as I log in, that Satyrian rapier that I got two hundred crucible marks for, even though I hate the On crucible, the plus side, you can get a new you can get a new rapier. one. You can yeah. get a new Saturday Raper. I could I could All you do gotta that. do is grind the crucible. <laughs> I don't want to grind like the crucible anymore to get the same gun that I used to have. Alright, now that we've focused the majority of the conversation on Destiny, let's just jump into no, the no, rise of I I had one other thing that I wanted to talk about. But okay, it doesn't go. I mean it doesn't matter that much. Basically what the guy who hate? founded Oculus, Palmer Lucky, has been found out as a uh, he's Fraud. been he's been Uh-oh. funding a bunch of like anti-Hillary memes for the internet, <laughs> and now a bunch of game developers are like, "We will not be releasing our VR stuff on Oculus." Oh, way Ooh. to go! Yeah, what that's a why you don't do. It's pretty interesting, and he even came out like, "What happened is somebody connected dots." I don't know exactly where it started. It might have been a Vice article or something like that, but they found that there was this post on Reddit by Nimble Rich Man in uh, R the Donald, of course, talking about how hey. We need to take down uh, uh, Hillary's image using memes because that's what all the kids are doing nowadays. So let's do this. This my uh, um, 
what is it? Nimble, Nimble America or something is the name of this company that was founded in order to go, or like a pack that was founded in order to perpetrate these memes or whatever. So Palmer came out and said, I'm deeply sorry that my actions are negatively impact, impacting the perception of Oculus and its partners. The recent news stories about me do not accurately res- represent my few, my views. Here's more background. I contributed 10000 to Nimble America because I thought the organization had fresh ideas on how to communicate with young voters through the use of several billboards. I am a libertarian who has, has publicly supported Ron Paul and Gary Johnson in the past, and I plan on voting for Gary in this election as well. I'm committed to the principles and fair play of equal treatment. I did not write the Nimble Rich Man post, nor did I delete the account. Reports that I'm the founder or employee of Nimble America are false. I don't have any plans to donate beyond what I've already given to Nimble America. Still, my actions were my own and do not represent Oculus. I'm sorry for the impact my actions are having on the community. But the damage is done. Yeah. And many people have pulled out support for Oculus. So I do think that's dumb that people are doing that, though, honestly. Because it's just his... It's him it's, spending it's his, his own money to do that, right? It's him spending his own spending money to do Oculus that. However, money. however, if you're the face of a company, yeah, I don't care how that's people associate. No, 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 not even that. If Oculus does well, Palmer Lucky makes more money, which then he can go and spend on his views. Correct. Yeah. So if people don't want their games on Oculus, so that they are not um, funding funding or pulling people towards the Oculus platform, that's their choice too. You can't like you can't fault them for doing their own thing if you can't fault Palmer for doing his own thing. You know, people do stupid things. If people about really politics. felt that way, I mean, they wouldn't be able to buy anything in this country without feeling guilty about it. Where that money ends up is always somewhere bad. I, I guarantee you. I you know, but this is transparent. It's out there in front of people's faces immediately. I just thought it was interesting. Phil Fish came out and said that Super, Super Hypercube will not be making it to Oculus. So. Oh, nice. Guess you could definitely don't want an Oculus. Right? Yeah, I know, right? It's like your favorite game now. Exactly. <laughs> so I just thought it was interesting, and uh, we'll see. There's still, I mean, the fallout's still occurring, so we'll see if more yeah, comes Yeah, that game it. probably won't be on Oculus either. <laughs> oh, wait, I think it already is. I don't know. Todd Howard might be a libertarian. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Okay. All right, let's Destiny. go back to the Destiny conversation. We're gonna we're gonna dial it back. <clears throat> we're gonna dial it way back, <laughs> like way back. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was just geared towards us. I think it was the entire right. community and development so, team. The latest Destiny expansion is called Rise of Iron. It takes us into the world of the Iron Banner and the Iron Lords. And we get to experience some of that story action, which is really nice because I feel like they're actually putting some of the story into the game with these last two expansions, which is cool. Back in, maybe. Yeah. Like it should have been there in the first place. But. Uh, Brian, I'm going to start with you real quick because I feel like Corey has way more to talk about. Yeah. Let, let me just let me end, end cap the previous conversation. I'm not completely opposed to playing The Taken King. I would like to at some point, but it just I, it makes it hard for me to stay current and play this game that takes. I think over you my missed out on a perfect opportunity when Nick and Gojo played it. Yeah, well, they they they're them. really good at like just not telling people when they do things because they like to do it by themselves. So yeah. I had no idea that it was starting until it was over. But no, it's yeah. <clears throat> anyways, anyways, Brian, what are your thoughts on Rise of Iron? It's pretty cool, but kind of a letdown after how awesome the Taken King was. In what respect? Just how, 
they put so much effort in the Taken King. It was like basically getting like a new game practically in a way. And um Agreed. I mean as far as I mean they added like all those different weapon types like the Suros and the like the different brands, Foundries. Right? Yeah, the different founders and then um they replaced and made higher level versions of like green and blue items and everything out in the world, you know. You could tell they put like a lot of effort into it, and the story was pretty good, as good as it can be, I guess. Um, it was at least funny, good voice actors. Um, this game doesn't slack in voice acting yeah, at all. The Dreadnought was awesome. No. It was mysterious and sinister, and just fucking cool and green. And it took like it took us forever to find everything in it. Really, right? I still don't feel like <clears throat> I found everything. Yeah. In it. Um. Rise of Iron, I feel like, does a lot of that stuff, but on, like, a lower level. Like, yeah, there's some new guns, but they didn't replace any of, like... There's, like, no new green or blue items or anything, which you... For the... I mean, you pick up higher well, light-level versions, but they're all, like, items from last year. Yeah, but let's be honest. At this point in the game, do you really want more blue and green items? That if, are, if I'm I mean, going to be forced to use them, yeah. You're not forced you're not to use the, them at all. Like, I didn't... Like, re-upping in... Uh, like, starting back in, in the Rise of Iron, like, I didn't touch any of the blue or green things that were dropped. I just Oh, used I did, because I didn't want to waste all my marks infusing uh, see, my old gear when I wanted like, to buy new stuff. And I don't give a shit about that, so I was infusing that right. my old stuff, so I got to keep my hung jury and have it be at a nice level. Well, I kept level. all that stuff. I just didn't yeah, infuse it until later on. I infused it right away, because I didn't want to use blue and green items that didn't have as good of perks, so... Hmm. But anyways, keep going. Um, the story is brief. I mean, the Taken King one wasn't super long, but it was definitely longer than Rise of Irons. Um, yeah, and there were a bunch of like post, like once you beat Regicide, there were a bunch of mini missions yeah. behind that. And I think that's like with Rise of Iron, we're running into the same thing. Like once yeah, you finish that thing. story, and there's a bunch of little like side quests and things that go on. So the, can can I quickly just for my benefit and the listeners as well. So okay. Rise of Iron has a new story campaign and quest. Yeah, we should talk about the... New armor and gear. Yeah. New weapons. There's a new raid. Mm-hmm. There's yep. maximum light increase. New strike. New Plague Land zone and social space. New crucible mode and maps. And the new enemy faction and bosses. Um, so the Plague Land zone is like... It, that's like a new place to Patrol do. area. Yeah. Okay. And it it kind of it like overlaps with it's in Earth. the Cosmodrome. It's on Earth, right? So like yeah. there are sections of the Cosmodrome patrol area that you get roped into the Plaguelands too. Okay, and but they're different. They're like you can't <coughs> seamlessly go from from Plaguelands patrol into the Cosmodrome patrol, but there are Cosmodrome areas that are introduced in the Plaguelands, and it's cool because they redid it with like snow and shit. So it's like a different. It's a slightly different environment. Yeah. You're approaching it from a different direction. So it helped it like kind of disorients you in a way. It doesn't feel like the same area. Classic destiny trick. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. New it's skins. cool. I mean, it's cool though. Like it, the, it <clears> looks <throat> great. The, I honestly think with every update they've put into this game, they've made the graphics look better every single time. And people think I'm crazy. I, I don't like, I honestly being someone who I feel is slightly more attuned to graphical things like that. Uh, from an artistic standpoint, they are doing more to th- make this game look better every time they do something to it. I don't. I'm just saying. I don't think they 
They didn't like increase the polygon count of the characters, in my opinion. They no, but they, they're redoing they textures, textures and things, and, yeah. they, and they look better, well, and it makes oh, it makes the game green, way more in, in, oh, like it's gone. So submersive, oh, no, so good. Submersive. What am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, immersive. immersive. That's so. Yeah. So well, submersive. here's the other thing: is that this is the this is <laughs> I like down myself. I knew that wasn't the right one. Fuck you Dive. guys. <laughs> this is the. Uh, the stopping point for Better the previous submissive, gen. I guess. Like, yes. They are no longer... This content isn't coming out for PS3 and 360. Correct. Unlike yeah, all of the stuff before Because that. the Behind. whole point is from here, the next big step that they're going to make is Destiny 2, yep. which is going to be next September. So I can't bring my now, character with me. I don't know if I want to play it. So a year from now, they're introducing a whole new story arc, hopefully. But yeah. that's the thing is we've got another year of like... We're probably going to see an April update that kicks ass again, like we saw last I time. so. Yep. There's, there's going to be... There's still going to be other shit happening in this game that's going to continue to grow it, which is cool. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, Brian, what else do you think about it? Like, I feel like we kind of jumped in there. Yeah, I feel like I they do. didn't add enough new stuff to the Crucible this time around either. Although the custom match thing is really cool and a lot of fun. Custom matches are sweet. However, I think it needs more options. Like, I think you should be able to limit, like, weapon types. Only and primaries? Stuff. Yeah. That'd be cool. We had to do it just by, like, agreeing to it, but yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. Because then you, like, run out of ammo, and then you're like, well, what do you do then? Melee only? Yeah. Um,. The bat that by far the most fun thing we did was um Oh yes turn off our HUDs. HUDless plane. Which you have to do through the settings. Set the time of day to nighttime. Yes. And play on the biggest maps. <laughs> yes. And when there's no HUD in the game, there's Elimination. nothing. Like yeah. you don't get an indicator that you shot somebody or <laughs> Dude, it is, anything. It is fucking oh, intense. It's so fun. It's super it's, intense and it's hilarious. It's like so fucking instead of funny. getting pissed every time you die, you start Just laughing, laughing uncontrollably. And, and, and like everyone else is laughing because they saw it happen. Yeah. Like you've got yeah. you've got no radar. You've got no indication no life, that anybody. No you don't even know if you need to reload. Right. Yeah. You, well, you do if you have the right gun on that tells you how much oh, ammo yeah, gets built into yeah. the gun, which is nice because. Because if you're if you're running around yeah. not paying attention to that, like, if you're not like looking around, you will lose your teammates and like, not mm-hmm. know where they are. Yeah, and because you, you don't a, see their name either. If you're all in a <laughs> yeah, if you're all in a party together, Dude, sometimes you think somebody's on your team and they're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, and we were we were playing two v two elimination, doing it with, and it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Like that, like I hate Crucible, like with a passion. I hate playing Crucible. I loved playing that. Yeah, That's it was fun. really fun. And I, I mean, you that, said you're warming up to I'm it. I'm getting, I, yeah, yeah, I played. He's su- not bad. I played Supremacy no. today, I and I fucking it. dominated in Supremacy. I, I was see, okay. That makes yeah. so much sense. To get back to the new stuff, I don't like Supremacy. I, I don't. love it, man. I so what is, I could what do is without it. Okay, so Supremacy. Have you ever is, played Call of Duty games? that have kill confirmed. No. Well, that's what it he is. He doesn't play Call of Duty. So when you kill someone, it drops a badge. I've never played a Call of Duty game. Okay. When you kill someone, it drops a badge. You have to collect the badge to get credit for the kill. If if the other team collects the crest that you just killed, you get yeah. they negate your collection and they get like a point for that. No, mm. or they, I don't think they, they get a point. The they just no, they cancel. They the deny kill. it. Yeah. yeah. So okay. if you kill somebody, you get a plus one possible point, and then the crest drops as well. You have to go collect the crest. You don't get both points for it unless you collect the crest. If somebody on the other team collects that crest that you just took down. And that you're going to get beforehand, it denies anything that you got. So, okay. like, you still shows up that you had that in your KD, but as far as overall team score goes, it looks like you're doing nothing. Yeah. So, it just, yeah. It which does, is my biggest issue with it. It adds a different <laughs> level of competitiveness to the game, and it causes a lot of like close firefights, like, clo- like yeah. close quarters. Uh, that part's interesting. We need to talk about which that. is which is kind of crazy but fun. 
Especially when like you realize like both teams of six are like on each other's asses, and it's just fucking grenades going so off. Shotguns are big again. Oh yeah, real yeah. big. The, the problem I have is. I'll die and like the rest of the packs alive and it'll spawn me next to like the entire enemy pack yeah. and I'm like running for my life trying to get they back with to, everyone um, else and it just ruins my fun. Well, they had this like, I um, have no chance against six other people. Yeah. During the 2. Point, or after the 2.4.0, I believe or 2.4.1 patch, uh they added um immunity frames right oh, after okay. you spawn into Rift Good. Uh, and it shows up as a buff as Oh, um, well, yeah. The buff is um I can't remember what it's called exactly. Something but of light. Immunity. No, immunity. Yeah, you're immune to enemy fire because like they didn't change or fix spawn locations. Uh, but they, they can't realized control, there was an issue with they that. They can't control and, other uh, teammates <clears throat> on the opposite team camping spawn zones because in Rift you have to spawn on your side. You yeah. can't spawn on the other side because that would imbalance it. So, But you know they can't stop players from where they're going to go. So they just added immunity frames there. So they... Spawn in. You don't get super shot right off the bat. There's a lot of people that are pissed off about it. I think that it's a good thing because... Yeah, remember that one match we played that that was yeah, happening that's to That's fucking us. ridiculous. If you're getting yeah. if you're getting spawn camped by like... That, people, yeah, and that's the kind of shit that horrible. makes it not fun to play a Crucible. Like, that's right. one of the issues I used to have playing it. It was like, I would spawn and I'd be dead. Like, I very rarely like, rage quit. Like, very rarely. Because you'll still get... If the other team is just owning you... <clears throat> then the game's going to go by that much quicker. You might as well collect your 98 uh, reputation and just move on with your day. Plus, but, you can get an item, whether plus you, you can get an do item shitty too. or not. But over time, yeah, that that would make me rage quit every once in a great while. So Yeah, I'm, I'm warming up to Crucible more so now. It, it's, need to, it's definitely more fun playing with these I, two guys I than think it I'll, is like, and, trying to do it on my own or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah so. like if yeah. I play with you guys and like a few of those other friends of Corey's, like... I think I would enjoy supremacy. Like if we could VOG. work as a team, but it, when I just drop drop into a random match or do that, like supremacy rumble, I think is stupid. Like, what's the point? Oh, that's awesome! I love that. Mm. That's just people denying your shit. Left yeah, right. exactly. But it's, still, it's still kind of fun. That's no, that's the thing I like. It, no, it, yeah. I run. I run around like as a hunter. I've got. I have unlimited sprint because that's the artifact that I picked up. No. So I'm running around with unlimited sprint, and I'm doing fucking ultra slides, collecting everyone else's crests because I'm a piece of shit. Like, and I think it's hilarious. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, one of these assholes is going to message me and just be like, you're a fucking dick. And I'm going to be like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm just playing the fucking game. Like, if I didn't get the crest, somebody else would have got the crest. So you're lucky I fucking accepted so your kill. The whole team, way I yeah. play Rumble is I listen for the crossfire going on somewhere and try to advantage, like, right. take advantage yeah. of it. And why not? Yeah. Because it's adding that different dimension. Like beforehand, Rumble was people wanted to say that it was like this huge shotgun fest and all this stuff, which Whatever. is what supremacy is now. But I always rolled in with a sniper and a last word because I don't really believe in like sticking to metas as much as having a last word sniper is meta, but that's more like campy trials of Osiris, skirmish, salvage, the 3v3 type of gameplay. Yeah. But I would roll in rumble with that. <laughs> you were just speaking some Dude, other language. <laughs> try, try being in a party with him and his raid. <laughs> I mean, I think, just like that's Corey's ridiculous. version of the wizard state. He's, yeah, he's, in, he's in crucible yeah, state. Right. I, remember, <laughs> I remember when you were like... <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying... Okay. We, sorry, we just we referenced another podcast yeah. called Welcome to the Magic Tavern, and it is the... F- you guys need to listen to that shit. Anybody listening, listen to Welcome to the Magic Tavern. It's fucking great. It's pretty good. 
but no, I, what I wanted to say is like for for supremacy, like everybody has their tactic. Like there are a lot of close quarters people. I hang at the back with a mitre multi tool, and, and as soon as I see all yeah. the crests drop, I fucking zoom and right through that right. room and I pick up all the crests I can. <laughs> and I don't know why people just are throw so a upset grenade about in there because they're like, "Oh, you're element. not, you're not. That's my kill." Blah, 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 well, then blah, you should have like, been fucking better about yeah, it. Yeah, sorry, don't fucking die, and yeah, then I won't have to come die. and collect your ass and the ass that you killed beforehand. Like. <laughs> Seriously, no, it would be I so much more fun if they were just asses, asses, instead of little engrams. Yeah, but anyways, no, it's, supremacy is cool. I the crucible stuff. I'm enjoying more and more the more I play it. Um, I'm starting to pick up on like what sort of weapons I want to use in the crucible, which is cool. Like I definitely like using my multi tool. I have a hawk moon that's totally maxed out now that I like yeah. using too. Um, Two shot. In gen- I'm going to go over my quick. Uh, Rise of Iron. Th- I I love Rise of Iron. I think it's cool. I don't mind the fact that they're rehashing old enemies and just reskinning them. Like I don't yeah, care. that was my other question. So, so yeah, it's they another don't. Taken. It, it's, they don't it's feel similar. It's, so it's basically you have the fallen have been taken over by this computer what? like what program? What is what do you call it? Like a Siva. Siva. It, yeah, but what is Siva? Siva is like a, a, a terraforming kind of program. A, well, a sort of. If you want to talk about no, like like else. structural terraforming, so basically so the fallen, like without spoiling anything, the fallen ecosystem. like have gotten wrapped into Siva and it's like evolved them in a way. And so now like they're they're not necessarily stronger. There are some stronger enemies. The captains are a little more of a pain in the ass because they're they're now void shield and blah 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 yeah. whatever. But um, it's it's not. I don't. I won't. It's not hard to play. Like it's not harder fighting against them. It's a different challenge, and it's it's fun still. Like I don't know. I like running through the patrol areas and just like shooting them up and like doing my thing. Like I still. I try to make everything I do as cinematic as possible. So I'm always like jumping over shit and aiming down and like you know at his own feet for those sweet captures. Yeah, I, I like I like to do that stuff. But uh, yeah, it. it you know the new area is really cool. Playlands is sweet. I like. It's all takes place in like this big tanker yard. So there's like shipping containers and fucking huge yeah, boats fucking and shit. It just looks like, um, really fucking cool. The Archon Forge is totally badass looking with all the glowing lava and Mordor. shit. And like, it's, it, they did a really nice job creating the environment artistically and just... It's it's cool. Like I dig it. And I understand people are bummed that it's not as much content as the Taken King. You paid ten dollars less for it, so quit quit bitching. Like it's not oh, that shit. big of a deal, and it's not like it's not fucking fun. Yeah, it's still fun. It's still fun to play, and like I still think it's a decent value because it's about the same amount of content as the season pass stuff. Was. Yeah, and yeah. I like, I get burnt out on Destiny, and I'll take breaks, and and that's okay. I always come back and I enjoy it just as much, if not more, than I did before. But it, and I understand, like Alex, your your whole spiel about like not wanting to deal with the item management and like having all these new blues and greens that are bullshit that you don't want to use or you need to delete all this stuff or whatever. The cool thing is once you get all the stuff from the Taken King, once once you've like completely re-outfitted yourself with cool shit, you can just keep infusing that and hang on yeah. to it, which makes Forever. it so like so that you you get to keep the stuff that you like using. Like that's the purpose of having that. that. And that's something that's something they didn't really have early on that they I, probably should have had because there were a lot of yeah. like I'm pissed off that I can't use a fate bringer. Like I fate bringer is like my yeah. I hate I'm not a fan of the hand cannons. Fate bringer is my favorite hand cannon and I can't use it. Like it's it's useless. It's one sixty. I could use it in Crucible, but it's yeah. Anyways, I overall I think the Rise of Iron is a nice way to kind of wrap things up and to get us ready for whatever comes next because clearly like the way the story rolls there's some crazy shit going on in the galaxy, and that's so. You what, guys are done with the story, kind of. Yeah, we okay. finished the story. Yes. So it, uh, what's coming up next in Destiny Two? 
I don't even know what to expect, but I'm excited because I feel like they're adding more narrative to the game, which is cool. I feel like they needed that from the get-go. And uh, the story's just... It's a good, engrossing story. There's a lot of cool things going on. Uh, I like the exotic item quests. I think those are fucking awesome. I think every single exotic weapon should have a quest. I want to have the context of those weapons in the game because I think that's cool to yeah, see they, where they came from and why they exist and why it's exotic. Like That is really cool. The, the story might be short, but as far as I can tell, those exotic quest lines are pretty much just as long as the story. Yeah, they're all about three or four parts. Like, yeah. So that's cool to have. Like Once you finish the main quest, you get to go through and do the Galahorn quest. And I just got the Kvostov quest today, which is the assault yeah. rifle you get at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. But it's an exotic version. Right, now it's an exotic version of so, it. So tell me, what was up with the... Uh, the there were pre-order bonuses. Bonuses. Bronus, bonuses. Bronuses. Bronuses. Yeah. That uh, let you get like the Iron Galahorn and the Black Galahorn. Yeah. Is that so, the Iron Galahorn is the black yeah. Galahorn. You're talking about the Galahorn. It's, it's literally the just Sparrow. a skin. And the way that works out is once you get the, the Galahorn... So it's, wep- it's weapon shaders. Yeah, essentially... Okay. Well, not... Okay, no. so with Iron Galahorn, it's not. In the game, the there are weapon item. shaders now. They do Those exist. Ornaments are weapon shaders. That is a thing. The Iron Galahorn is literally just... Once you finish the Galahorn quest and get the normal Galahorn, they put a like light level 3 Iron Galahorn in your post office or in your vault... And you can then go take your normal Galahorn and infuse well, it into the. You can infuse light level anything three. into it and you have two Galahorns. Yeah. You could have two Galahorns. Like I have two Galahorns. There's no perk yeah. difference or anything. It's just purely aesthetic. And okay. So it's it just, looks awesome though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just pretty, a cool looking Galahorn. It's pretty. Slick. No big deal. And the the Galar Wing Sparrow comes with a horn. <laughs> that is really awesome. Yeah, too. it's it sounds like it's like a. It's almost like a train horn with like wolves howling after it. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And then when you if you if you're in a fire team of three and you fire it all off at the same time, doesn't it have a, have no? A perk that's or just something? a random thing that you can do by yourself as oh, well. Oh, okay. So. But yeah, it's got a horn and it's like this orchestra, like woo. And then it, there's yeah, I don't, like I don't a, even it's do like it a justice. Huge, <laughs> it's it's huge. like a huge orchestra blast, and then there's wolves a howling wolf howl after it. afterwards. And every once in a while, you'll get like a whole pack of wolves. After it's just funny it's as awesome. shit to be rolling through the plague lands on your iron galler wing, and like everybody's launching yeah. off that horn. And <laughs> just start like, coming from like every no, direction. It is mandatory. Like every time, at least like I play more with Brian, you know, than I have with John. But at least like every time that we open up. You know, pop our, on the we're pop just, on the sparrow. Just gotta hit the horn. Instantly hit the horn. <laughs> and what's funny about that is that, like, I thought that, like, me and him, that was just something that we just started doing. Everyone, like, everybody, does. Does, but does, everybody it. does it. Like, my girlfriend is playing right next to me, and like, I didn't tell her anything about any of this. Like, oh, you gotta pop the horn as soon as you pop the sparrow, babe. <laughs> like, no, she just she just got on it, and I just hear like I hear the thing spool up, and then I hear the horn right after it, and it's like, well, and it's wow, funny because once one person does it, if anyone else hears it, they're doing <laughs> oh, it. Oh yeah. Too. So it's just this. <laughs> Call and response of people doing across it. the like, whole it's like it's a group of cicadas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah. and I feel like it's going to be one of those things. Like I don't, I don't know if you paid attention, Alex, to the whole alternate reality thing that happened before Rise of Iron launch. No, but I, basically, everybody was infected with these virus buffs that like gave you like reputation experience buffs. Yeah. Um, there was a, a thing about it, like it was releasing these bits of lore on this one website, and they were referencing some of the things that players did in the game. Like, uh, I think Cade Six says something like, "Oh yeah, they're just all standing in the forum dancing, like you know, and they're, just, they're making all these cracks at like what the players do in the game." And eventually, like, there's going to be something that's like, "Yeah, they gave them those stupid sparrows, and then all they do is play the fucking horn like every ten seconds." Like, it's pretty good. 
I think that it, like I like like it's funny that Bungie pays attention to those things and they in, they just reinvest it into the game. It's that's just like that's just good storytelling, you know. And and player, what do you call that? Uh, player callbacks are just like it's good. Yeah. They're good. Inside jokes. I yeah. think our resident Destiny expert should talk. Yeah, a lot no, more it's about his turn. Like, yeah, I was. I'm getting. Heads. I'm getting to you because I. I know Are you, you sure? Have, yeah, because you have oh, the okay. most to talk about. Well, I just. I have one more question. Okay. Are oh, there okay. any Prince related emotes? No, but no. I have. Like I have. There are Michael Jackson ones. I know there's though. Michael Jackson ones, but on, play on PlayStation, Brian and I have um, the most purple outfit ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is so purple. It should be called the Prince. Like I actually so have purple. a, a uh, cloak that has like a fur ruffle around the top. Too. Yeah, cloak and, and tannics. I like, yeah, I like yeah, to yeah, wear that with cloak. the purple shader. Ten dukes. Okay. So. Anyway, sorry. anyways, Corey, <laughs> what are your general thoughts on Rise of Iron? <laughs> okay, well. What? Or whatever else you want to talk about, okay. let's have it. In general, okay. what are your thoughts on life? Well, I could start with a pre-Rise of Iron uh, stuff and then get into that, if that's all right with you guys. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Bring okay, us back cool. to your youth and destiny. Okay, well, no. I came in halfway through year one, so that's it. Anyways, okay, so before Rise of Iron launched, they had a patch, and it was the 2.4.0 patch, where they balanced quote-unquote weapons. And it was a huge deal because what they did was they decreased the damage output of mid-impact snipers. That is a medium rate of fire with a 31 uh, value impact. Um, and they could res snipe and they could snipe any super no matter how high the armor was out of their super. And um, I guess people were pissed off about this, which I don't see why, but they were pissed off about it. So they nerfed the damage people to people get pissed about everything. They nerfed the damage to those by 6.95%, which was just enough to where if you were a max level roaming super, you could be sniped in the head and still survive with a sliver of health. Um, that sounds awful. Yeah. Well, it was all right. So anyways, everybody freaked out about it. Um, if you had a roaming super and you weren't running max armor for your subclass, then you were pretty much screwed. Um And then, you know, you fast forward to Rise of Iron. Well, Rise of Iron introduced... um a couple of new snipers. They are a lower magazine capacity. That would be three. Um, and they have 37 impact, which is the same as your uh, effort eat spear, your black spindle and of other snipers of that archetype. So they introduced uh, the event horizon, which is the uh, new crucible sniper, which fires 37 damage as well as the Devil's Dawn, which is a strike-specific... When you uh, fire the Event Horizon, does uh, Lawrence Fishburne like, <laughs> confirm your kills? No, they didn't. No, but they got... That would be um, amazing. Yeah, they, they got the other guy, though. Sam Neill? Sam Neill, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, Sorry. So, so they introduced those snipers. Um, and what's cool is that the Devil's Dawn is actually a 38-impact sniper. It also, uh, like its other... Brethren of that archetype only have three rounds, uh, which some people are going, oh, that's not really worth it, blah, blah, blah. But if you need more than one round, you should only need a maximum of two rounds to finish off anybody. Right. That's what she said. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So you have like your thousand yard stairs, which are now true mid impact snipers. So you have like your thousand yard stereo longbow synthesis uh, and your uh, LDR 5001. So, yeah, they did that. That was a huge thing. I think that it's great, though, because, like, at first I was upset about it, but then they released Rise of Iron and they re- released these other more obtainable high-impact snipers because not everybody can get an effort eat spear from year one. Right. I have one. So Right, but you can't get it now. Right. So, 
But anyways, so there was that. And then yes. right before that, what you guys were already talking about was like the virus, the viral infection, which was um, linked to the upcoming SIVA outbreak uh, with Rise of Iron. And what that did was it was Bungie's way of saying, hey, if you guys didn't get on the Rise of Iron preparation train, then we're going to help you out. And the more buffs that you got, the more um, easy it was for you to level up your factions, uh, your crucible and experience and all that stuff. So, yeah, which was pretty cool because right. if you're falling behind, which I spent the last three weeks like trying to get up to speed, yeah, it really helped at the end there to have that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was awesome that they did that because a lot of people, they just didn't have time. Like, you know, you've got these streamers and YouTubers and all they do is play video games and they get paid to do this. But there are other people that have like jobs, family, stuff like that, but they love playing Destiny. So it was really cool of, of Bungie and Deech and the whole team and all that shit to actually like promote their whole like, hey, you know, we're going to help you guys out. We're going to let you get as many packages as possible to try to level up. We're going to. We're going to help you edge your factions, which for those of you that don't know, it's whenever you uh, are just about to rank up a faction or anything that gives you a package and then you just leave it so that uh, when the Rise of Iron drops, then you could just complete that and it would give you a package. So that was really cool. And they had like five buffs, I think. something. Like yeah, that. there were five of them. Yeah. So you got those and the more that you had, the more that you would level up. Anyways, fast forward to Rise of Iron. So there's this whole SIVA outbreak, and SIVA is this man-made, um, with the help of the technology of the Traveler, it's this man-made, um, it seems as though it's like it's a biomechanical nano uh, uh, virus. virus. Well, organism, it's made to enhance and uh, whatever host that it's being applied to, and it rebuilds and regenerates things, um, and it can also create things as well. But it got out of their hands. The Iron Lords, before their actual guardians, went into um, the SIVA replication chamber to destroy SIVA. It killed off most of the Iron Lords, leaving only Lord Saladin. And Lord Saladbar. Saladbar. Lord Saladbar, <laughs> which is not a spoiler at all. Everybody already knows this. So, um, and that's what? where the game picks off. I played uh, through and I didn't even know. That's where the game kicks off is that now you're, you know, fast, fast forward to present day, well, present day in Destiny. And you are the guardian. Saladin needs your help. You have to shut down Siva because it has been unleashed again, blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, let's talk about what's awesome about it. Do it. Everything. Except for how many missions there are. There are only five missions. That's a bummer. Which sucks. <clears throat> and Taken King, there were like, what, like 20? I don't know. There's right. probably more that we don't know about yet. So. There are post-story missions, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, post-story quests. And how many of those quest lines for Taken King took place where you just had to go back to the fucking tower and talk to somebody? Yeah, it was a lot. It was annoying as shit. Yeah, they don't make lot. you do that very much in this one. No, I like no, that. No, they don't. That was well, nice. I mean, you have to talk to Shiro again every once in a while and Tyra Banks. And, uh, yeah, Shiro is But the it, talking to people, like, you shouldn't have to go back Shiro to the fucking tower or to the, the oh. Felwinter Peak to talk yeah. to these people. I should just be able to radio those motherfuckers. Like, Actually, you know, what I thought <laughs> they was They don't really, have that technology. <laughs> what, I thought, what I think is really interesting, and I'm wondering why this is, but every hunter of any in-game story uh, significance is an exo. Is an exo, which is weird. Yeah. Cade, the stranger, and now Shiro, like they're all exo hunters. Maybe if you start a hunter, an exo hunter, maybe there's like a hidden perk. Uh I doubt it. Oh, my exo hunter. I mean, the, the awoken are badass. the awoken are like the main uh, warlock types, aren't they? Uh, like in part sure. of the lore, I can't remember what type of uh, warlock Osiris was. 
He could have been awoken. I don't know. Anyways. Well, anyways. Right. So uh, with the expansion comes a new social space called Felwinter Peak. It's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. There's, There's a wolves. lot of wolves roaming around. There's some hidden stuff. There's some hidden stuff in there. You've got uh, the year three version of the calcified fragments from year two. Uh, they're called Siva Clusters. There are 30. Alex is so bored right yeah. now. <laughs> there, well, that's okay. He spent 45 minutes talking about shit he hated anyway, so he can deal with it. <laughs> you baited me into that conversation. And you took it. Well, I wasn't even going to touch it. Yeah, It's all good. Well, we're touching it now. Anyways. Touching it all over. We're touching it. Anyway, so you got Siva Clusters, which are the equivalent to Calcified Fragments. There's 30 there of them. 30 of them that we know about right now. I myself I have, have like, 28 of them. Wow. Yeah, I have like sixteen or seventeen. Uh, there's all five. kinds of new loot. There's new faction loot. There's new crucible loot, vanguard loot, as well as a lot of stuff from year one that got brought back. For instance, the matador, the hopscotch pilgrim. Uh, the, what was it? The fusion rifle, the seventy-seven Seven, wizard. Yeah. Uh, and other things of the like. So that's pretty cool too. I'm a big fan of the new dead orbit auto rifle. The, the extremophile? Yeah, I like yeah. that one, and I was told that the new scout rifle is pretty clutch, too, so I'm going to be picking that up. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I've gotten like a bunch of them from uh, you know, uh, leveling up yeah. like a shit ton. I'm dead orbit <clears> for life, so <throat> I'm going to hopefully one. have so all got. of that gear. Yeah, I'm only doing dead orbit because they have the uh, last ditch, which is the new shotgun, which yeah. is of the same archetype as the matador which means that if you get a god roll on it it will be a fucking powerhouse and with shotguns being the current meta right now because of the sniping nerfs um you know that's really something that people are going to want to grind for right uh which you know can just use a fusion rifle bro i know i just got one from the raid last night and it is fucking amazing it is so good Hmm. It's of the Thesan archetype, which I means do like that the, it's the, uh, Omalan, oh, cool. I All of the new Dead Orbit stuff seems really pretty badass. I like the new fusion rifle too. I did. That's the first thing I got when I when I yeah, edged my uh, my Dead Orbit rep was I got that fusion rifle and it, I fucking love it. It's it's a it's just like super stable, like really nicely. You know, good handles really well. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, it handles real nice. Drives real nice. <laughs> yeah, I got one too right now. It's uh, yeah, the Worlds to Come zero zero one. And uh, mine's got a snapshot, spray and play. And, uh, yeah, yeah. let's get into nice. more of the game Sorry. and less of the weapons. <laughs> All right, so the game is sweet. The uh, story missions, they keep you immersed in uh, you know, what's going on and everything. The, uh, the environments and stuff are really cool. It's all been like SIVA corrupted and stuff. And like the, you can see that everywhere. The Archon's Forge area, the Archon's Keep area is so bad. It's very metal looking. It's very uh, Mordor meets the end of Terminator 2 looking. Yeah. Type stuff. Um, dun, dun, if you dun, go deep dun, dun. down into that shit, it's yeah. very Evangelion. If you, anybody's ever watched yes, that, yes, very much the end of Evangelion. Um, and yeah, you know they've got a new um, a new Court of Oryx type thing uh, and Prison of Elders Forge. mixed together. It's called the Archon's Forge. That has some mechanics to it that the Destiny community, as far as the Reddit goes, uh, feels as though it needs a little bit more fine tuning. It definitely needs some work since yeah. it doesn't explain anything like. The first time me and John went there, he activated it while I was inside, and he didn't get inside at the same time. So he wasted his SIVA offering. Right. And yeah. There's yeah, I just, I'd like a little more partake. context yeah. as to like what that is, why it exists, and there's, how to operate it properly. There's a three, maybe an instruction. Like, yeah, how are like you list. supposed to get uh, good gear out of that? Because everything I got was shit. Well, 
Yeah, that there's too. three different tiers of it. There's you know just like the weapons work. There's green, blue, and uh, and purple. Right. Uh, so the green ones could be your fusiver offering, and then the next step up is blue, and then the next one's purple. But the thing is, um, is that you can one only carry one of these these keys or siva offerings at a time. They cannot be transferred to your vault anymore. They has to be done in game, and they cannot be transferred to different characters. So I don't see the point of that. Only carry one at a time. I don't understand why. The green one is super easy. Uh, it awards you a legendary agram, if I'm not mistaken. The blue one is also super easy. But then once you get to the purple one... Who does one, it award the these legendary engrams to? Because The I, people who put in the SIVA offering. So anybody else who's doing it doesn't get anything Right, cool. but, there's, but there's bounties for this too. So... Which which is another reason to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't so have, plus the if problem is I I'm not getting into the key drops for the bounties that we have, like the shanks or the captains. Like I just kept getting yeah. fucking dragged. Yeah, bullshit. that is a problem. Like yeah, the, and it I, is, and it is. If it's all random, how are you supposed to finish your bounty? Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, no, that's pretty bad. They're just trying to promote grinding of the new. Do you want to uh, go take a nap, Alex? I'm getting yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to promote the uh, you know the new. Patrol space. They want you to be immersed in it, and they want you to. Yeah, spend no, time that's in cool. It, which is because everybody knows, like, okay, the I get the point, here. but they kind of they screwed up on that. Yeah, they no, they they need to fix it. Um, but yeah, once you get to the purple stage of it, like the the hardest one, the bosses are absolute bullet sponges. Like it is, it is. Yeah, I'm afraid possible. to use mine unless have, I like, have like a perfect in there, fire team. Done. Yeah. So maybe with like. You know, more ex- more exposure to the game and higher light levels. Maybe you could do it with three people, but yeah, no, it's pretty yeah, it's nuts. rated at three sixty. Uh, how far did you get in the raid? I got up to the final phase of the final boss. What are, without spoiling anything, what are your thoughts on the raid? It is awesome. It is fucking great. Like the really? King's Fall raid was awesome. I liked it a lot. This one, it, it's also very awesome. I like it more personally. The mechanics are, I mean, it's got raid mechanics, you know, you have to do certain things. Are there stupid jumping puzzles? No, there are no jumping puzzles, (laughs) but there there are... And you'll probably like this one a lot more. There are spaces (laughs) to explore. Um, There are spaces to explore where you have to jump around on stuff. You're you're inside the wall that's not spoiling anything. Is it as much of a pain in the ass as the jumping puzzle from King's Fall? No, absolutely not. Which is sweet, though, because... King's Fall, uh, it promoted a like you put on a sniper for the entire thing, and then your primary would be whatever, and then you'd have your 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 heavy. But you always had a sniper. In this one, you can use whichever one you want. You can use a sniper, you can use shotgun, fusion rifle, all that. Sidearm, or a, you could even do a sidearm too if you wanted to. It's very action packed. It's very close quarters. Um, there are uh, you know like certain like puzzle-ish mechanics that you have to figure out. But what I like the most about it is that it encourages a tandem like buddy system for you and your teammates. Whereas in King's Fall, everybody had a certain job that they had to do. Yep. You know, like, okay, you have to stand on this plate. You have to take out this knight. And if one person doesn't do their job like that, then it screws up everything. In this raid, um, it's more like, okay, two people go here and two people go there and two people go there. And then you have to watch your buddies back. And this is apparent throughout the entire raid. Do you think they picked that up from the Crimson Doubles shit? Like that people like just like sure. playing that and so they it incorporated it? It was a huge it? Like, hit. It was a huge hit. Whenever they did Crimson Days and had Crimson Doubles, like their PVP numbers went through the roof. Because like, so romantic. loved it. Yeah, no, it was great. So um, as far as like the raid experience itself goes, I went in blind uh, with a fire team. We got to the first boss. So how did you see anything? And how do you know it was cool? <laughs> nobody, nobody. Okay, well, 
Anyways, so I went in a not great episode. Knowing- your, your response was better than his joke. No shit. Oh, I know. I'm well aware of how bad my joke was. Yeah, so I, I went in not knowing anything about the raid. I didn't know what the bosses were. I didn't yeah. know how to do anything. No guides, no nothing. And I found another group that wanted to do the same thing, and we did. And I can honestly say that if you're listening to this and you have not done the raid yet, try not to spoil anything for yourself. Go into it blind. It is an amazing experience, and you won't be able to duplicate. You only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. So, you know, it was amazing. Like, whenever we would come into a new area, like, it was every single person in the fire team was like, oh my God, what is that? Like, that's how I felt about King's Fall. I mean, yeah. it was. Like some of the views in that were breathtaking, honestly, yeah, for a yeah. video game. And this, you know, this doesn't, you know, venture from that path either. Like every single room is beautiful and everything's beautiful. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I would highly suggest doing that. <laughs> Man. Did you notice how all of the raids have like a color scheme? Well, yeah, I mean, like Volta Glass is like bluish, and then uh, Crota's green, and King's Falls like black and white. (laughs) Yeah, this one's definitely like red, red red and black. Yeah, with like I like that. That's that's just good design, man. King's Fall looks like it actually has like a like a lens filter or something going on that makes it black. I just I props to Bungie again for their their just their design. They definitely know the set direction. The art direction's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, um, I had, what other question did I have for you? Oh, yeah, Corey, you had mentioned earlier when we were online playing uh, something about the like LFG system and like just grouping up in general. Yeah, okay, so this is where I talk about the community. <laughs> oh, yay. Okay, first of all, Destiny has an amazing community. Um, I've never really been part of like a gaming community before this one, so it's my first one, so I'm probably a little bit biased and partial, but... They're all pretty much the same, dude. Just I so will you know. say that like this community is awesome. Like the, when you find the right people, like they help you out a lot. They give you great advice. They're willing to drag you through raids to help you level up and things like that. That being said, unless it's Crota, then if you don't Crota. have Gallarhorn, fuck and you. And this is where I'm getting to. Find a that new being group. said, there is there are pretty much two options for finding fire teams, and the first option is Reddit, which is our fire teams. Uh, which you can go to, and I believe that has like the highest caliber of people, just genuine people. I think Reddit in general, ha- it definitely has the highest caliber of funny people. Yeah. And it, that's where <laughs> I found my fire team last night, and it was a blast. And then there's Destiny LFG, and this is like where cancer was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. So, I mean, I'm going on there today. I'm trying to finish the raid because I didn't finish the final boss last night because yeah. it was 3.30 in the morning. I need to get to bed. Um, so I was like, okay, I just want to finish this. I go on LFG. I put that in. Uh, that you know, I'm at the final boss. I put all my stuff in. I'm of a decent light level to do this. I'm at 363 for a 360 raid. 370. Or 370, whatever. Yeah, 370. You can still do it. Like, right. I rolled in 340. You know, my wow. first attempt. Yeah, I'm just saying it's 370, but you're 363 and or I whatever. still did damage. Yeah. yeah. So you okay. went up 20 light levels while you were in the raid? No, no, not in the oh, raid. Okay. But like the first time that I tried it, I was like 344 or something like that. And I was still doing work. So anyway, so you go on the site and there's just like, must be 368 plus <laughs> and half of your light level bar has to be filled up. So whatever. 
You got to have a 365 Galahorn. You have to be wearing Hanes socks. You got it. Yeah, dude. It's like, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. that Fruit of the Loom shit. Your, your domicile must be climate controlled. With That's GE. 70 degrees. Seriously. No, it's ridiculous. Nest. It's absolutely ridiculous. And like people are like, oh, I want. Pe-. This is the first weekend of the week. You need rate, to have a minimum of 14 Friday. ice cubes in the ice tray in your freezer. So, what you're saying right is now. Destiny LFG is. Is the online dating, whereas it's fucking stupid. Our yeah. fire teams is like just I found general. to make so much money. <laughs> yeah, like I've yeah, pretty much. It's it's if you're match, not a doctor. It's match.com. I don't want it's you. Match.com. You need to make sixty k a year minimum. <laughs> Guardianmatch.com. But yeah, that no, would ridiculous. be an amazing. Well, the thing the thing is, is that this is the first weekend of the raid. There are people that are still trying to do these things blind. There are people still like, trying to get to the still, right light level right. to play the fucking Rise there of still, Iron expansion. Yeah, there are still people trying to do these things, and you know there are just people out there like oh, I only want to play with the most elite gamers, and like dude, like nobody is an elite gamer off the bat. Just like when you release something like that, like in, in a PVE setting, at least because crucible hasn't really changed too much, you know, but I just think I assume those are the same people that sit in the, and, and make all the comments in the like IGN forums and stuff. Probably every time there's a destiny article, it's like all negative. Yeah. But obviously a lot of people still like this game. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with the Instagram account. Like anytime like Bungie posts to the Instagram account, it's, it's literally like, a thousand comments of haters. Oh, yeah. and I, all those people still play the game. Oh yeah, oh, they they're, do. they're playing yeah. the fuck out of the they're game. Hate, they're hate playing. It. No, I yeah. actually Just think like a lot of those people are not playing the game. They're sitting there eating Cheetos in their mom's basement, get their controller all fucked up, typing hate mail and shit. Just hate fucking Destiny. Like and they hate Destiny. Like fuck, I need this oh, fucking fuck lose this fucking game. Oh, God. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll let- gross. <laughs> you can cut that part out. Nope, yeah. staying in. So, anyways, all I want to say is that I'm earn like, that explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The Destiny community itself, as a whole, is amazing, but people need to be a little bit more lax. Chill. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's just chill. a game. It's just a fucking game, and help I need some to people chill out. out. Sometimes it's not just help a game. Help some people out. Like all I wanted to do was just finish the boss. I I posted three different posts and you could get a single message. I said I have all the right guns. I said I know what to do. I said I'm this light level, but because of my light level, it was like no, you're not fucking 385 already. You can't do it. So, anyways, pull your fucking heads out of your asses, people. The whole point in doing the raid is to be able to get to 385. Exactly. <laughs> like seriously, just because Grenader Jake, who was a fucking god at this game, did it in one day from playing 24 straight hours. Now, like. Everybody's just assuming, like, I'm not saying that he did a bad thing. He did it strictly just to show did that he Did he do it by do himself? It. He did it. Uh, no, he <laughs> ran with fire teams too and grinded. Yeah. I mean, he grinded the shit out of the game so he could do that. So, you know, like, people need to, like, take into consideration not everybody is a godly player. Okay? Not everyone, well, and, like, plays this as their job, too. Yeah. One exactly. of the things I want to say is that what f- I'm, I understand, like, it is, it's great to, like, breeze through it and, like, get new gear and whatever, but, like, what fun is it if it's not the least bit challenging? I know. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, why would you even want to play it? Sometimes if it's, it's fun to just destroy everything. I, I agree. Like, and I'm not, I'm not Sometimes denying Sometimes you just want that. your Galhorn and your Blackhammer and you want everything to roll over and die. And I, I I get that because that's how I played Final Fantasy VII. Was I, I leveled myself all to right, 99 then. with all of my characters so that the rest of the game was a breeze because I was more invested in the story at that point. This game, I don't think that's necessary. I like having a little bit of the challenge. Yes, there are points where it's kind of like, okay, 
I'm over the fact that I keep dying, or I'm over the fact that this guy has. I've literally sank all of my primary and secondary ammo into this guy and my heavy, and I got nothing left. Which I don't know if you knew this, but when you run out of all your ammo, the game gives you ammo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but only it's just, primary. It's just one of those things where, like, like why even bother playing if it isn't the least bit challenging? Like, no, I, and but that's the thing is that I still think even if you're at the maximum light level or whatever, and you have all the right guns for the most part, unless something is broken, that's all. It's all still challenging. Like, yeah, I mean, orcs just, can still really screw you over at any minute. It does. It's, and it's just stuff. really. It's, like, it's it, nice to like feel like you're progressing as a player and not so much just relying on the crutches they yeah. give you. Like it's like I feel like playing the game more I'm I'm becoming obviously like I'm getting better at playing it. Like and not just because I'm I've been given weapons that cause more damage or whatever, but like my precision shots are like more yeah. on point. Like that to me is more rewarding than just being handed everything. Like, well, no, but I mean that's the thing is if your precision shots are good, and I don't want this to be the Bernie and, Sanders of video games. Like, and, I just <laughs> and white nail is in effect as it used to be, and you can pull off more than an entire clip's worth of ammo that would go into a black hammer to kill a servitor, like the. Uh, what's the name of the prime? The prime Sepix. Sepix prime. You can just destroy Sepix prime immediately if you pull off your black hammer right. Well, actually, and and like that, ha- that that takes a lot of skill in yes order to no. use these tools correctly. But put they yeah, have put Sepix prime in the Nightfall Strike with Void Burn. And exactly. You're you have like, burns you, and stuff now. No, that's and that's I, awesome. Okay, like, I get that. I get that, and that's cool. But I'm just saying, you want to go like, play level eight Sepix Prime and destroy him with with a black hammer? Like, go for it. But you're you not going to still do that. There's nothing to get out of that other than just like, oh, I beat Sepix Prime in like ten seconds. That's yeah, if you great. Want make, if you want to make YouTube videos and get up, no, I don't even want a YouTube. Vi- like, I there's satisfaction for me in being able to know that I have enough control to get White Nail to proc at the right time and actually. Destroy some like there's still skill involved with that. White nail still at the same works. Time, I you think, just run out no. of ammo. Yeah, and that's dumb. So the thing is, like I think John is kind of confounding the two different issues here, and I'm going to have another coughing fit, so I apologize. <coughs> but Corey, you're still playing at the point where it's just a bunch of assholes that have gotten to 385 or whatever, you know? Oh well, a couple higher. like a couple days from now, or like a couple that weeks down the road, you're going to get those people who are legitimately like good people. Finally, having leveled up, like the people that you're seeing on our fire teams or whatever, those are probably the guys that are working forty hour. Now, Corey won't be raiding next week. weekend. <coughs> I won't. Trials of Osiris, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, that's all I'm going to be doing. So I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not like you're still at the point where there are only assholes that are like getting. There's few and far between people that actually legitimately are like, oh hey, let's play this game and have fun. It's just those guys that are like, oh my god, I'm going to get to 385 in the first weekend. I like how everybody uses the I have same no voice thing. for these people. Because <laughs> they're, all, they're all jerks. That's what assholes sound yeah. like, dude. Didn't you fucking know that, bro? <laughs> but, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, I will not be one of those people. No, no that's and fine. That's good, and I, because like, yeah, but, that's, that's what, I mean, I like, would love... I, like, wait, before Rise of Iron dropped, didn't I tell you guys, like... Like a million times, dude. Let's do the raid. I can drag you through it. We can do a hard mode. John's only two eighty, but we'll fucking get him through it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we tried it. We tried. We, didn't, we failed. Didn't do it. Yeah, but still. <laughs> like, you know, like, but you guys. But at least you're willing to try. Is, yeah, is that right, and point? that's cool. And it it would be nice for more people to be like that. But again, this this is part of the whole massive multiplayer online gaming platform. Think about the like, people that are using looking for group. 
Yeah. They probably have zero social skills. Like they, that's probably otherwise a big, they would probably otherwise friends they would have friends that are playing Destiny. You I have know? a shit ton. No, but I'm saying like the people that this is specifically made like the the tar- the idea that like oh I don't have yeah, enough friends that are playing the game. You have to look for a group because you don't have friends playing the game with you already. Like, yeah. So it, it's engineered for that sort of thing. I but, never, ever used LFG, and there were many times where I had six full people going to do Crota or right. something, because we had a really good group of people that were going through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I never had to encounter that, but the idea that like these are people that have, they're either, number one, leveled so high that all their, they're way past all their friends and their friends are useless to them, or they do not have the social skills in order to maintain friendships... They need to go and use a tool in order to find people to play that can play with them. So they're like, of course, they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I don't even, I'm not even at level 385, but I want my group to all be at 385 because we're going to run this shit. Like, it's, I don't know. It's the clientele there is inherently flawed from but some and perspective. And again, it, and there is, are people like you this is that something are that good is and willing to drag people through the, the raids and, and help out like that. This is something that but, has plagued all communities in every massive multiplayer online game. Yeah. Like, even go back go back to WoW and like the raiding groups in WoW like were just as fucking awful. Of like, course. Just yeah. trying to meet up with people. Guilds? How fucking elite some of these guilds I haven't were? had like, a good social experience with an MMO since I played Star Wars Galaxies and that was the only like legitimately so Social fun experience I ever yeah. had with an MMO. Oh, you don't like my even clan, though it was bro? kind of a shitty game. No, dude, your clanmates are all really cool dudes. Like they all. I'm seem- talking about like you could actually go out in the world and start a conversation oh, with yeah. a random person and become like virtual friends with them and have like a group of Virtu- people. And- we're virtually friends. Well, I mean, we were like real friends. We we yeah. actually were going to meet up at some point and stuff too. Dude, yeah, no, me and my clanmates kind of fell apart. Were- but like no, but even like if I think back to when I was playing WoW on the regular, and like I go and think about my characters and the starting areas, and how like there's all these other people starting at the same time, and like you could you could like link up with them and, and party up with them and do shit like real quick. But then as soon as it was done, like they would just go off and do their own thing. Like they didn't want to continue playing with you. Like yeah, and you would run into issues where like. You're not quite high enough level to do something, but you want to do it. So, like, instead of grinding, like, you go and try and find a higher level character to take you through an instance or whatever. Like, the the community has never been inviting. <laughs> like, it's yeah. uh, there's it's very difficult to find the cool people to roll with, and that's just something that has been a problem in this kind of game for the longest time. I guess it's just a huge it's thing. it's more difficult on consoles too. People like PC games, you can just type messages to random people and stuff quickly and it's yeah. like a hassle to do that on a console unless yeah. you get the chat pad yeah you gotta get a yeah. chat pad or use smart glass anyway. but then you gotta like unlock smart your phone isn't and all that, that stuff fast anyways anyways we should get back to the matter at hand so yeah we, hand need to, we need to wrap it up so. by, yes we do um i just want to say that the uh, atmosphere the overall atmosphere that bungie has tried to achieve here has definitely been achieved uh the um the music is amazing. Oh yeah, I want to talk about that. Especially that Gallarhorn mission. It's so yeah. epic. Yeah, the Gallarhorn mission is amazing. The music in it, the music throughout the entire expansion so far has been awesome. Um, the uh, even you know the the opening title theme is yeah, amazing. I, all their music's been tight. right. Uh, and I want to specifically point out the uh, Sepix Perfected Strike. The uh, the Devil's Lair music was remade um, using you know. Um, electric guitar and drums 
Uh, so it's a more metal version played by uh, Misha Mansour of the band Periphery, who uh, is Periphery Rules. Yes, uh, who is fucking awesome. They use Agnator amps, if I'm not mistaken. The uh, possibly. I'm pretty sure Ian's the one who set that up. <laughs> possibly, but yes, he uh, he actually cool. just uh, he actually just played that song. He he redid the song himself, and they liked it so much that they uh, put it in there. If I'm not mistaken, that's sweet. Yeah, so it was awesome. Everybody that I. You know, run that strike with everybody comments on it. It's like, dude, this fucking music, though. Jesus. It's they do pretty re- sweet. It gives you empowerment in the game. Like, you know, not just that, you know, specific it you track. Right there. It gets you hyped. And they really, it really gets you immersed in the game. I corrected myself earlier. All right, bro. I knew I was using the wrong word. That's why I said, what word I'm am I just trying for? to be submersive. Subjective. Fuck Submissive. You. Submissive. Anyways. Anyways. So, yes, that's awesome. Is it awesome. worth 30 bucks? Worth the thirty bucks, I would definitely say so. If if you like Destiny, yes, yes, you're not. If getting, you've never played Destiny before, yeah. that collection for sixty dollars is a steal. I just want to say how much money we've spent. As <laughs> as someone who is extremely fickle with the games that they play on a regular basis or at all in general, this game has held my interest from day one. And that's not easy to do. You took a lengthy break, but I did. You're but, right, but it my break was mainly to play Fallout, which I was really into as well. Everyone took a break to play Fallout. Yeah, I don't know a single person that and didn't the division, stop whatever which, they were the playing miserably. Yeah, but anyways, it's just. But that's the thing. There are other games that like I've picked up, played through a bit, and, and you always like, come back and needed to take a break from and never return to. Like Mad Max, I feel awful about having never returned to Mad Max. And that game was fun. Like, I had a good time playing it, but I never, like, as soon as I went to pick it back up, I was like, I don't really feel like playing this anymore. I did the same thing with Far Cry. Right. So, oh, yeah, I still own I just want to say props to Bungie for making a game that, like, even after I take a break from it, I'm still interested in coming back. And it's easy to pick up. It's like riding a bike. And I like that. And so I just, you know, thanks to them for, for creating something that allows me that opportunity. And even after, you know, taking away people's black hammers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Still keeping them interested. You should give it a shot, man. Anyways. That's all right. So Rise of Iron's cool. We recommend it if you're into Destiny. Absolutely. If, if you have not checked out Destiny yet, now is the perfect opportunity because for 60 bucks you can literally get everything that we've paid over $200 for. <laughs> so, and I've, I've invested more money into it because they have the Michael Jackson Beat It dance in the current version, <laughs> and I had to buy that on X-Bone because I have the Thriller dance on place. Is the Carlton gone now, too? Yes. Okay. But yeah. you can, you can, you can still, still get, get them. those randomly. Yeah, like they're in, in the Eververse, you can buy random packages to get Microtransactions, yeah. They need to do away with that shit. Yeah. Didn't No, I don't mean I, you know what? If people want to spend their more like more of their money to to get stupid dances, that's great, but don't get rid of the Carlton. Like I have no reason to return if they're not going to give me the Carlton. Oh, yeah, you do. And they I'm got, not going to grind it. They got I'm not beat it, grind it. And they got the stanky leg, which is a good one. That is ridiculous. Leg. How did that's so old? Why would they put that in? I'm waiting for the Bernie. <laughs> the Carlton isn't old. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's just the weekend, the weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah, weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Doing the Bernie, I want that one. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Sweet. I want that dance. I want smooth criminals doing the lean, and I want a moonwalk for fuck's sake. Like, how is there not a moonwalk? And you should only be able to perform it on the moon. <laughs> that's it. Like, I and I will bungee take and moon-based crucible like, maps. Yeah. So, 
Anyways, uh, Alex, what's coming up next for the film nerds? Film nerds, we just uh, we're in a bout of key frames at the moment, kind of wrapping up uh, some of our most important movies uh, before we uh, start our working hiatus with episode two hundred. But uh, we talked about Spider Man last week. This next week, uh, Nick is deciding between at least three movies at the moment. Two of which are Sunshine and The Princess Bride. Uh, the third one was Snatch, I think. So we'll see what what he's gonna end up on. Keep an eye on our Facebook page. And, cool. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, if you're not, if you haven't heard, Filmer's going on a working hiatus, so we will be putting out episodes less often after episode 200. So. And you have a new podcast coming up. Yeah, uh, Westworld FM is coming up. We're going to be talking about HBO's Westworld in the same style of Gone to Texas. So look for more information about that soon. Right on. So while you're listening along, don't forget to do your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Stop by MidwestGamers.com to pick up some uh, support store apparel, or you can donate if you'd like. And don't forget to send in feedback, whether you like what you hear or not. Send it in to MidwestGamers at gmail.com or at MGN Podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGamers. Uh, thanks again to Corey for joining us. I really appreciate you uh, being here. Anytime, bro. Yeah, and uh, if anybody wants to play with us, we're currently all playing on Xbone. Uh, Chan Constantine is my username. Corey. Grind Corey, no spaces, C O R E Y, and the O is a zero. That's the longest username ever. <laughs> Elder Goat. Elder Goat. So if you want to play with us, play Destiny with us, please do. We would appreciate it. Other than that, thanks so much for listening. And I don't know what we're doing next, but we'll figure it out. Thanks. Peace. Um... I have 20 talking points. I feel oh. like I should eat Taco Bell like every day so I can win a PSVR. TB. Oh, they have. You can. There's a contest. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the five. Out, the the box. The or big whatever box. Yeah. yeah, the big box is now a PSVR thing. Those are the best deals too. Those big boxes. Yeah, they're so good. I want Taco Bell. <clears throat> we should go to Taco Bell instead of Alex's. <laughs> Fast food. Uh. Twice within like an hour, two hours. He's bulking right now, right? <clears throat> yep. You can eat whatever the fuck you want. Taco Bell doesn't help you bulk, though. It helps you slim out. Silver dust economy. <laughs> you couldn't type that? No, because I'm busy. <laughs> He's relaxing, dude. No, because I'm buzzer. I'm buzzer. I'm buzzer. Exotic ornaments. Do you ever take notes like while you're shitting or something? You just no. talk to your phone. No, well, I had all these written down or typed out, but then I left my shit at home. That'll show me. Salvar dust economy. Sounds hot. Salvar dust. so hot. Save a cash. Save it until relay. Exploring new weapons, leaving old ones behind. <laughs> this is our destiny. Really. <laughs> ne- sure what? Okay, we're done. Time to go eat. <laughs> Nexus 6, dictate this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Actually, do you want to hear something really funny since you're making fun of the way that I said that? LFG Raid Crow. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no, my uh, the um, the voice dialing in my car, it um, it usually understands everything that I say except for when I want to call my Aunt Nancy. If I say call Aunt Nancy, it says it either says Aunt dialing. Nancy. It, no, it either says dialing nine one one, no fucking shit, or it will say uh, say one if you mean blah 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 or two or nothing that's Aunt Nancy. But I have to say it like this: call Aunt Nancy, and then it fucking <laughs> then it fucking knows that it's my Aunt Nancy. But it's like calling Aunt Nancy. Right, did you record all that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting that at the end of the podcast. Episode. <laughs> Yeah, so it only responds, if I want to call my Aunt Nancy, it only responds to my pompous British accent. <laughs> Don't put it in context, just put that part. Call Uncle Nancy. No, and, and I have to, like, I have to, like, take this big, deep breath before I say it, like, call Aunt Nancy. And then and it have, does it. Do you have to lift a pinky? <laughs> no, but I, I think I'll try he it. He has maybe. a fucking, like, demitasse espresso well, cup in his hand. While I Aunt say Nancy. it with an American accent, that'll be enough, you know, it might be. It's possible. Yeah. All right. It's Ready? Detection. Oh, God. Get a tan. Jesus. Just let's go. Hey, time. fuck you. I like being pale. Nah, that's all right. Wait. All right. Ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ha, ha, dude. Ha. Ha, ha. Okay, for real. <laughs>